Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Video Games Now podcast. It's Rodney with Cole. Hello, hello, hello. And uh, we're not joined by Will for so, because Will, like we freaking predicted, wouldn't come back, right? He's a new Mark. He's the new Mark. Uh, but speaking of Will, we're, we've got a couple of shirts coming out here shortly uh, into our store. That uh, is One has Will's face on it and it says, say no, play games. If you're on our Discord, you guys would have saw a sneak peek of the shirt. Uh, and then we got one other one. With my famous saying right now, uh, coming on as well. So oh, I didn't see that right now one. It's uh, I'm gonna get the picture or like the shirt first uh, in the mail, and then I'll put it on the Discord. But uh, nice. yeah, it's it's super cool. And then we also have uh, some other stuff that we're putting on. I'm just we're working on getting our shop up and running, and we're having some technical issues on our website with our supplier talking with our website it's kind of annoying but anyways uh yeah let's uh get right to it here we're going to talk about uh some sequels that uh, we are, are very in need of right cole right very in need of very in need of uh one of those being like pokemon snap 2 what the fuck nintendo what the fuck where is it bring it back yeah uh and then we got a couple things from the nintendo nintendo specifically but it's affecting all the big name uh Xbox and PlayStation. Uh, the coronavirus is actually delaying uh, production of parts for needed for the Xbox, uh, whatever it's called, Series X and PS5, etc. So we'll talk about that, and then we'll also talk about uh, Microsoft uh, X boss Phil Spencer saying uh, that Amazon and Google are the main competitors moving forward in the gaming industry. So that's uh, something we're talking about, Cole. Oh yeah! Oh my, it's nutty. It's- uh, mobile gaming. I think it's about mobile gaming. We still got to look it up and see. Yeah, totally. That's what it's all about. Okay. All right. All that coming up right now. Right now. Right now. Okay. So uh, yeah, let's get right into it here, Cole. How was your How was your week of gaming? Oh, it was good. I mean, you and I, we played a little bit of. Uh, Play a little bit of uh, Echo. 
and I was playing some COD. I was playing some Witcher 3. It was a good, good week. I want to play some more Eco after because uh, we're just getting to back to the part where we were in our last server before we started a new server. Yeah, we opened up a world for everybody to come join us, and we only had a few people come join us at the beginning, and then, boom, gone. Where'd they go? Yeah. Just back to Rodney, me, and my, my wife. Yes, yeah, speed Ripping geek. it up. I totally stole. Actually, I can't even say stole, really. Uh, speed geek mined some uh, iron ore and put it in his camp, and I have access to his camp, so I took all his iron ore and to put it in the smelter and made iron ingots. It's for... Uh, I... His house changed a little bit since I was on last, so I think he was on for a hot second, but we missed him. So, yeah. uh, hey, if you've got uh, if you've got eco, hop onto the Video Games Now server, come play with us. Absolutely. And uh, one other announcement here, too. We got our logo for our new game, which is Arc Logic Gaming. And uh, so, yeah, we got a logo made for that, and uh, I've ordered the jerseys, so they're on their Thank way to me. Thank you for everybody who participated. Yeah, absolutely. The, the four dudes, Justin. i got to look them up now. Justin, Josh... Jared and I'm missing one. Corey. Jays and then Corey. Yeah, yeah that's I right. I know it was a C. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, you guys' jerseys, I've ordered them. Uh, I'll probably get them in the next couple weeks, and then I got to mail them to you. So, uh, yeah, we uh, we're excited about the new logo too. It's pretty good. I actually made some changes because I sent Cole and Will a bunch of uh, preliminary designs, and then um, the final one I actually edited myself. He like the way he drew the lightning, like the arcs was kind of weird so i just went in and just like made it look like actual fucking lightning arcs um, look at you yeah engineer architect designer <laughs> video game personality totally all right so let's get right into it here so let's talk about uh some sequels that we'll des desperately need let's just start with pokemon snap like we were talking about earlier like uh we've kind of talked about this on the podcast before like a long time ago but um, well, yes, or yesterday I was thinking like, man, there's some games that I love playing that I wish continued, and um, yeah, Pokemon Snap was obviously one of them because you played Pokemon Snap when you were a kid, right? Yeah. If you didn't play Pokemon Snap when you were a kid, you didn't have a didn't have a childhood. It's one of those moments. Yeah, totally. But uh, with Pokemon Snap, like, I mean, that's pretty much a classic game. Whenever you, whenever someone brings up the N64, like, Pokemon Snap is usually mentioned within the same, you know, sentence or paragraph as the Nintendo 64, because it's just, uh, I don't know, I don't know what made it so fun, it was kind of a very, <laughs> it's like a railgunner kind of uh, game, minus the, you know, gunning, we're photographing Pokemon, but, um, yeah, maybe they just don't think there's a market for it right now, or I don't know. I think there, I think there's a huge market. I mean, in Pokemon Go, there's like the photograph option. You can take pictures of your Pokemon. Even in um, Sword and Shield and most of the other ones, there's always an option to photograph and post whatever your your Pokemon. I think it's like, especially with the um, the um, the Switch, it's like the perfect console to to have the game reboot back on. I honestly thought the Wii U was the perfect console for the for Pokemon Snap because like it that whole the whole design of the Switch was literally built around like that concept that they totally didn't capitalize on. Yeah, what's the it's called when you move the gamepad around and it it does your movements for you. Yeah, exactly. Um but yeah, the Switch is also an equally good console to uh to uh put a, a Pokemon Snap on for sure. But I, I think one of the the ways that made it so good is the the secrets that you could find in it when you were playing the game you'd have to do certain things to 
uh, like in the second level, in the volcano level, you have to throw your uh, poison ball at the electro buzz in order to get him to go over to the rock wall. Or no, it was the a pokeball um, or something, a pokeball balloon or something. It was it was an uh, um, electrode, electrode, and then you had to, to shoot the electrode with the explosive ball. So you had to, oh no, the the electro buzz had to roll the electrode over to the wall, and then you had to shoot the electrode to blow up the wall to get to the next area. Yeah, things like that were always like so intriguing i feel like i played the game so much but there was always something else every time i went back i was yeah, like oh man i, I missed that i definitely Last like time. how uh yeah you basically could not complete the game or the level with one single playthrough you had to go yes, back you had to go back and do it and you'd like get new items to discover new things like it was just so well put together i i i want more i want them to make it more i almost want them to like reboot the old one on the switch and then add more stuff to it you know i think that would be a simple a simple thing because i want to replay the first game and then have some more of uh more levels more areas especially with now how many pokemon are there uh like a lot yeah too many yeah and even in the old one there wasn't all the pokemon but they just the ones that they used were so uh mm, mm, so good so good um, yeah, anyways, let's uh, continue on. What, what, uh, any other games in your past that you feel like needed a sequel? Yeah, I remembered one of them. Uh, Star Wars Pod Racer. Star Wars Episode One Pod Racer. Did you ever play that game no. on N64? No, I don't think I did. Okay. I'm, I wasn't a big race game kind of guy, but Pod Racer Episode One is amazing it is so good it's a racing game but it's all pod racing and there was like 40 characters you could pick from there was all these maps it was really like challenging and intriguing and i i i loved it but i was thinking about that the other day you can actually buy it on steam i'm gonna look it up here on i have steam open i was just going through steam looking at some games but uh do you have Steam open? Well, you've got a thousand things open running. Uh, yeah, yeah, I got. I, I, I'm afraid if I open one more thing, my computer will crash. I, I'm kidding, uh, but um, yeah. Yeah, Star Wars Episode One Pod Race. Uh, I wonder if this is a remaster. It must be a remaster, but this game I played on the N64, and it is just, it's awesome. I, I would like to see a remake of this, because this is one thing I always complain about Star Wars is the, the Star Wars universe is so massive and. There's all these stories that could be told or all of these things that can happen and they're kind of just starting to open it up with like the Mandalorian and even my favorite thing about Star Wars, um, the New Order, the Fallen Order. What was it again? Was it Fallen Order? Uh, I think so, yeah. I can't remember what the game was called. But it was a story, you know, we're following new characters in a similar timeline, but we get to see something other than the Skywalker saga you know i want to see more stories outside of this so i think with the, the pod racing you kind of get to see another piece of star wars with the different planets and the different racers and all the the races they races as in like the human race or the alien race not like the actual race course but you know you could see all these people who participate in pod racing on different planets so i would love to see an extended version of that it would be really cool right yeah mm. um i think another one for me uh, like the stadium games, like the stadium games were so fun, and now they you don't really get anything kind of like that really anymore. Yeah, they had Coliseum on. I think it was the just cube. regular Wii. The yeah. regular Wii had Coliseum. No, it was the Cube. The Cube had Coliseum and XD. Really? Yeah. I thought it was. I thought it was the maybe the Wii had a different a different one. Kind of our our um our criteria for this was a game that didn't have 
any sequels to it whatsoever. That was just kind of a one and done. But I think Pokemon Stadium is a perfect that kind of breaks the criteria for yeah games that need a sequel. Yeah, especially with 900. Even if they they added on to like Sword and Shield, like if they add a stadium mode, you know, that you could play with uh, other people online. We talked about that a little bit. Yeah, I think uh, that Pokemon Sword and Shield kind of a, is the new stadium in a way because the whole point of stadium was for like the multiplayer aspect of playing po you know other than other than old school days where you had to like use a link cable and all that kind of stuff it was just an easy way for players to kind of battle pokemon against each other but now sword and shield like with the technology we have now is just so much easier to do that yeah i guess the the mechanics were very similar to what they have now but i kind of like the in stadium you had like you know in in Mario Kart, you've got like the Flower League and the Star League and the the Mushroom League or whatever. You you had the same thing in Stadium, but I just can't remember what the uh, oh it was, I think it was just Bronze, Silver, Gold, Platinum, and you only can pick starter Pokemon in Bronze, and then you get a little bit stronger in Silver, and then the best in Gold or whatever. But I think they should do something similar to that. That's kind of a fun, a fun well, thing. Well, I really like the how the Battle Tower is laid out in, in Sword and Shield. Because, oh, which I haven't reached yet. So yeah, it's know. actually really cool. Like just the whole, it, it's kind of like what you just described, where you have to, you, you don't have to win seven battles in a row. You just got to keep winning battles, and then you get put in a, like a, a league, like a, like a ranked, like like a bronze mm. or a whatever, right? So that's really cool. So I mean, they've added that on Pokemon Go too. They've added the battle system now, so you can battle online, and there's ranked and there's casual, and you get put into a, a ranking. Yeah. Well, but I want to see the game. Yeah. Totally. So I, I think uh, Stadium doesn't really need a sequel, but like what I kind of miss more than anything are the mini games. Oh man, the Licky Tongue mini game. Oh, you know die. Yeah, yeah, it was so good. Um, what were which, the other ones? Uh, I like the Ratata Ratata one. Oh, the race one. Yeah, we yeah. got to race and jump over the things. That was a good one. Uh, there was. Oh, they're so fun. There was the one where you dig with the sand, the sand slash. Those ones I was so bad at. My sister yeah. would always kick my ass on that that sand slash digging one. No, the one I hated the most was the Clefairy one, where you had to memorize the directions. Oh, I was actually really good at that, and uh, I I like that one. Clefairy, burn, burn. every time you get hit in the head with a hammer, every time you get it wrong. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, that's that's kind of. I want to see um, which which uh, Call of Duty had the um, the game mode where you had to get the three stars. There was all these levels they had laid out. Was that um, black? No, it was. Um, you know what I'm talking about? No, but that took a hard 180, 180 degree turn from what we were talking about before. It, <laughs> I was the reason I brought it up is because there's like some games that have like a mini game aspect that should be made into like something more you know that's another example of like it was a call of duty game where there was all these like mini levels that you got to play and the better the quicker you did them the higher star rank you got and there was like um uh certain things you had to do in each level to get a higher star rank right and um i think it was modern warfare 2 modern warfare 2 had it but that the pokemon stadium just having a bunch of pokemon stadium media games would be a good a good idea just like Having a Call of Duty mini game, if you know what I'm talking about, which Rodney doesn't, so no, doesn't Will doesn't. We need Will on the podcast. Damn it, Will. Yeah. Um, we. I was. I also remembered a few more games that I think there should be sequels for, unless you still want to talk about Pokemon Stadium, which we could uh, probably. I mean, all of Pokemon Stadium was is just like battling gym trainers, uh, one after another, basically. 
Yeah. Which is fine. Oh. But we basically, we want all these Pokemon games that were released when there was only 150. Now re-release them with all 900. Yeah. That's our demands. You've heard it. Now supply it. Um, well, basically what we want, we get on this podcast because I wanted a fucking game like Hell at Loose and then you found it. And then we wanted a game like Eco and we found it. Yeah. And then we wanted... Um, well, we didn't find... Like, it, we discovered it because it was at PAX. You weren't at... You discovered it. I wasn't at... You discovered it. Because I'm... I'm, st- I'm going to talk about this for the rest of my life and it's never going to happen. I'm building that Minecraft server that I'm going to make into a and d world. And then you were like, oh, this is kind of like Minecraft. Let's play this. And then it consumed our lives. I literally stopped building the Minecraft server just to play Eco. Yeah. <laughs> Um, anyways, okay, so let's, uh, what, what else we got here, sequel-wise? Oh, I was gonna say, um, most of these games are from, like, N64 GameCube era. I wanted games that we want sequels of, but that we don't see them coming in the foreseeable future. And one of them was Lord of the Rings The Third Age. Did you ever play Lord of the Rings I, The Third Age? No, the first Lord of the Game, Lord of the Games... Lord uh, of the Games rings I played. Rings I played, yeah. Uh, <laughs> was uh, actually Shadow of uh, Mort- uh, Shadow of War. That was the first what? one. What? Yeah, I haven't that played any a- of them. Oh my god! Like, I'm talking um, Return of the King, Two Towers. Those for GameCube, amazing. Uh, Third Age was awesome. Um, uh, what is it? Battle for Middle Earth, the yep. strategy game. They had a, a Lord of the Rings strategy game that's like um, Age of Empires, and it is one of the best strategy games I've ever played. It's up there with Stronghold Crusader and Age of Empires, and uh, it is, it's so good. They made two of them, Battle for Middle-Earth and then Battle for Middle-Earth 2, which was Extended Universe, so you've got like these um, factions you can choose from that are outside of the movies, and and oh, they're so good. I'd love to see a sequel. I'd like to see a, a third one for um... Battle for Middle Earth. Yeah. But I mean, Battle, or, oh my God, there's just so many Lord of the Rings names. Third Age. I want to see a sequel to Third Age. Hmm. It was a turn base. It was like Final Fantasy, but in Lord of the Rings that you follow along. You're a character named uh, uh, Benethor, I think. Yep. And you're trying to find Faramir. So you, you are sent from Gondor. And you're trying to find... No, you're trying to find Boromir. You're trying to catch up with Boromir. So you, like, travel behind the Fellowship trying to figure out where they are. And you get caught in... Like, you've battled in Helm's Deep. And you're battle at Minas Tirith. And you go through all of these these um, events that happen in the movie. But you're following uh, Boromir. That's what it is. Interesting. Yeah. Um... So games that I want ported instead of oh, remade yeah. is fucking mm-hmm. Mario Sunshine because how hard is it to find Mario Sunshine right now on I, fucking anything? Apparently, I was reading that Nintendo renewed. Were you reading this? Nintendo renewed a bunch of um, uh, what's it called? Uh, trademarks for their games. And, oh. and if if they think they renewed the trademarks, that means we might be seeing a bunch of old games coming to the switch and one of them was sunshine buddy you just got me super rock hard right there holy yeah fuck. dude dude look it up look it up google that i'm gonna google that right now 
Yeah, uh, I, you know, you know, on see, people are like, "Oh, Google's listening to everything you do. Don't, don't let your Google devices hear you." I'm like, I talk about video games, and literally, when I Google, it has a huge section of all of stuff that's like advertised towards me. You know, like when you go into Google on your 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 computer, and it's like, you might be interested in this story or this story or this story. It's all like video games, movies. And like things that I buy, I'm like, thanks for listening, Google. You know exactly what I need to hear. Liter and uh, this this sounds like a uh, new YouTube video from us, honestly. <laughs> oh, the the uh, the what Nintendo rebought through their trademarks? Yeah. Um, there you go. So someone oh it got removed. I'm on Reddit. I got removed by Nintendo. That is you so. What? I'm on Reddit. And, uh, and that story got removed. It said Super Mario Sunshine Port, and then the question got removed by Nintendo. Oh, so that Nintendo's means Nintendo's all secretive and they're all whatever. I mean, it could still be happening, even if it got removed. It's they're, I don't know, they're weird. Yeah, but uh, I'm just gonna crazy. I'm just gonna pull up uh, what is this uh, GameSpot says. Uh, now that they're porting Luigi's Mansion, do you think they'll port Super Mario Sunshine next? Uh, oh, this is a long time ago. This is for the Nintendo 3 drop us, uh, drop us a sequel for Sunshine. Imagine that. Like, uh, well, we got the Luigi's Mansion 3. We'll get a Sunshine. Can you really do a sequel for Sunshine? Because, I mean, it's just another Mario, like, 3D world thing. You're right. It's exactly the same as Odyssey and whatever. I, I, I mean, like, I really like the flood mechanic. I think the flood mechanic was fun. Even if you make another Mario game and you kind of, like... Um, even if there was like a, a an area in Odyssey where the flood came back or something, it would be fun. Well, the, but yeah, maybe game, not a sequel. Like after Mario sixty four, like how do you keep it fresh, right? Like you got to introduce some sort of new mechanic into the game that the whole game central around. So like Odyssey had Cappy, uh, the flood was obviously from Mario Sunshine. Galaxy, Galaxy was just like the, the you're in fucking space and everything. You just had to rethink how you did platform, like. Yeah, Galaxy was dope. So, yeah, Galaxy was great. Um, Galaxy 2... Like, I feel like Galaxy 2... It was almost too big to be a DLC, but you couldn't do DLC back then, because it was just on the Wii. Yeah, I don't remember Galaxy 2 that much, but I played the hell out of Galaxy 1. I played both, and I actually... I hate... Oh, no, go ahead. Go oh, ahead. I was going to say, I really like that when you beat the game, you had to play the game again as Luigi and get another 120 green stars. Luigi. Yeah. I um, I hated how it's like you can have multiplayer, and it was just the multiplayer was the person with the Wii mode who was your friend could collect the stars. Yeah. You know, I was like that was so stupid. I was like, give me more than that. If you're gonna say it's co-op, make it co-op. Don't make it. You get to be a cursor collecting stars. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Totally. Uh, okay. Well, hey, why don't we? Uh, we're 21 minutes in. You want to talk about uh, some coronavirus? I do want to talk about some coronavirus. Oh, but before we go into to coronavirus, I was saying we usually have topics for the the video game. But if you're in our Patreon, you should hit up our give us some give us what you want to hear. If you've got any stories that you heard about or any topics you want us to talk about, uh, throw it in the Patreon and um, in the d Patreon area of the Discord. You mean in the Patreon area of the Discord? That's right. And maybe we'll uh, we'll do some research on what you want to hear. We'll always have something. But if you want, if the fans want to hear about something. And uh, also, uh, you guys can chat with us live while we're on the podcast, uh, doing the podcast on the Patreon only Discord. Because we're that's right. I should probably, I should probably open mine up, shouldn't I? Well, there's no, there's Bradley says have a good cast, guys. So hello, Bradley. 
Um, but yeah, nothing, nothing yeah. new. So, but if you join our Patreon, that could be you. You could be Bradley telling us to <laughs> to have a good cast. Yeah, totally. Uh, okay, so uh, basically, I forgot to do the entire like little plug of us of visit our website of videogamesnow.ca. I know, I was waiting for that, and then we're yes. twenty one minutes in. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then uh, also forgot to, to talk about the gaming word of the week. So why don't we do that? <laughs> oh my God, Ronnie, off the ball. I'm off the ball today. It's the hundredth and one. Uh, we're starting podcast. fresh. Yeah, so it's like it's like we're starting over now. It's season one now because I can't put I can't put season episode... one's over. This is season two. Well, I oh, know, I guess, but yeah, yeah, I, I can't it, put yeah. uh, I can't put just episode one hundred one on our uh, where I upload the podcast. I can only go up to ninety nine, so I had to do season one zero zero. Yeah, last time. But uh, mm. anyways, uh, so game word of the week this week is creeps slash cs. What do you think, Cole? Creep slash what cs? Cs yes. Hmm. Hmm. I know there's like creeping in the creeping in the Discord and stuff, but uh, <laughs> hmm. I don't. I don't know. The CS is what's throwing me off. So it's in MOBAs, whatever that is. MOBAs. Yeah, creeps also referred to as minions are the NPCs that spawn in the main lines. Oh, CS. It's in League of Legend. Yeah. 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 Um, it refers to the amount of creeps you have killed. That's funny. I haven't played League of Legends for so long. Yeah. I, uh, I'm, I'm rusty on my League talk, but yeah, it creeps. Do the creep. <sighs> yeah. Do, the do you ever creep. play Dota? Dota 2? No. Never no? been. Like, oh. pretty much all the major esports games I've never been interested in. Dude, Dota is actually like, if it wasn't, it's like StarCraft. If it wasn't so, like, you can't casually play it. Like, it's so competitive, but if there was a way to kind of, like, play it casually yep. it would be so much fun or you like you said you'd have to get a whole team of five people like like when you're talking about hell let loose when you're like i want to play this with like 40 people it'd be like if you had a team of five and you were playing against other people's teams of five it is like oh man it's so much fun yeah totally but time consuming is is all get out store so now that we're on this heineken virus um <laughs> no funny. actually i saw a really funny meme <laughs> That was like a Corona can, or a bottle, sorry, oh, and, and then it was the... like ten Heineken bottles, all wearing masks. <laughs> or there's like the Corona, or the Corona um, extra light on one side, and all the Heinekens on the other side, and they're all like backing away from it. Yeah, <laughs> it's terrible, man. This is like no time at all. Like the Kobe meme started immediately after he died. Oh yeah, like, holy crap, well, guys, give it, give it some time. Give it a week at least. Um, yeah. But uh, <laughs> give it a week. What is it? Isn't it twenty-two years? Isn't that what um <laughs> that that's twenty-two years and, and something becomes funny? Isn't, I thought that's what it was. Uh, maybe it's twenty-two days now. I don't know. Yeah, um, in two thousand and twenty, it's twenty-two days. But that yeah. was with South Park. There was a South Park episode where they're talking about how uh, how AIDS is funny now after twenty-two years or something. Oh man, there. I know the, it's relentless. The it's inter- absolutely relentless. It's yeah, it's savage. Like. Yeah, I don't even want to get into it really, but it's like yeah, there's like even like the like people are joking about 9/11. It's like, dude. Yeah. 
I mean, Pete Davidson, he's a comedian. His dad, his mom and his dad, I think they both died in 9-11. And he makes jokes about it, like, more than anybody else. It's pretty, it's pretty savage. That's probably his own way of dealing with it, honestly. But anyways. Well, he, he did the uh, the Justin Bieber. Watch the Justin Bieber wrote with Pete Davidson, and it is ruthless. But yeah, that's, I think our podcast is no longer rated G, but I think that's a little bit too far for us. Yeah. Making those. Any of those. So, totally, yeah. And uh, anyways, so... Let's continue back on track here with the uh, coronavirus. And okay, so <laughs> so uh, uh, Nintendo's saying that the coronavirus is delaying Switch production, and this is actually I read another article separate from this uh, that was true for the PS5 and the Xbox Series X because all their parts are made in China. So uh, Nintendo has informed consumers in its home market of Japan that production of shipments of the Switch console and accessories will experience delays due to the effect of the new coronavirus. The Animal Crossing theme variant of the Switch, which was only announced last week, had its pre-order available pushed back from Saturday to an unspecified date. The company apologizes for the trouble and says it'll be monitoring the situation. So, I mean... Okay, okay. Slightly off track, but it kind of ties into this. Like, I just can't handle ignorant people. Like, like we live in BC. We have a really, really bad fire... Um, like forest fire season, uh, and, oh yeah, and stuff like that. Red, red level, threat um, level red. Or, or even like uh, a couple years ago, we had like a huge, massive windstorm, and like power was out for like over a million people. Oh, like it was like yeah. crazy, and people were going on Facebook and were like, "I can't believe BC Hydro is taking so long to turn my power back on." It's like, are you fucking kidding me? Like. There's a million, over a million people without power. Like, they don't just, like, fucking patch a wire and it's all fine. Like, They're like, oh, blew a breaker. Can you hit that switch over there? Yeah. Ooh, there we go. Yeah. So, yeah. oh, now I can't watch my favorite television show. Like, fuck off. Mm. If you have a switch, you won't have this problem. But anyways. <laughs> oh, yeah. If you already bought your switch. I was going to say, didn't switch outsell, like, Xbox and PlayStation combined? And uh, uh, I don't know if it, I don't know. I don't, let's see how many units they've dropped here. I thought it was like a redon like just an absolute ridiculous number. And I'm like, people are still <laughs> after after it's been out for what, two years? A year and a half? Yeah. It's uh March third, twenty eighteen is when it came out. Because I remember so, that, so, that was my birthday, so yeah. Oh a year and a half and it's like still uh um people are still buying it more than anything else to the point that's like delaying production that's crazy. it's uh this article on the verge says nintendo switch overtakes snes with more than 52 million units dang so but i'm gonna get a up-to-date sale right now or up-to-date units uh how many units did the ps can you look up how many units the ps2 sold because that's the most uh, selling console of uh, all time so yes Ooh. i uh i have my oh. phone's charging i just had to unplug it here uh ps ps2 you said ps number PS2 consoles sold come on google if i'm talking in a sentence you should be the first thing i pop up when i google <laughs> it in right yeah ps2 consoles sold um it's telling me where i can buy 157 million holy shit that's a lot um okay well this doesn't seem right because this says uh oh that's just in japan okay sorry here let me just pull this right up so they've sold Switch console sold oh and it's, and it's also telling you the top selling games mario kart 8 deluxe has 19 million units shipped um, I'm just trying to look for the fucking actual amount of... Because it said in Japan only there was 18 million units sold. Um, the U.S. has 13 million units sold, and Europe has 11 
Oh, I'm sorry. It's the other way around. Uh, 17 in the US, 13 in Europe, and 11 in Japan. That's all million. million. So that's doing the quick maths. Uh, it's like 35, 40 million units. That's a lot less than I thought it was. Yeah, so did I. So, but that's that's weird that we uh, that we uh, had two different sources from two different websites. Yeah. Okay. Uh -huh. Wait. Okay. Here, this is the latest because um, this is. Are you gonna check it twice? This is January 29th, twenty twenty. Nintendo upgrade upgrades fa fascial year forecast as Switch hits fifty two point five million units shipped. So Christmas must have really fucking sold a lot of Switch units with uh, Pokemon Sword and Shield hitting. Oh, yeah. So, remember when Switch first launched? And they're like, they were afraid it would be a commercial failure like the Wii U, so they only made 8 million units. And then it's like those 8 million units sold in like a month. And they're like, <laughs> oh, fuck. And they're like struggling make to make more, another make 8. More. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah, but that w I was waiting for Super Smash Brothers, so I did not buy it until Super Smash Brothers came out. Yeah. That's literally why I brought, bought my Wii, my, um, Wii U and my Switch was for Smash. Yeah. And I played the hell out of all of them. Anyways. Okay, so let's uh, get back into this. So, uh, it's not clear whether the delays for the coronavirus shipment uh, uh, will affect shipments anywhere else. Nintendo specifically referenced hardware produced in China and sold in Japan. But last year, the company started diversifying its supply chain and building some units in Southeast Asia, specifically for the U.S. market to avoid U.S. tariffs. <laughs> uh, Nintendo. Uh, yeah. Which is kind of smart, honestly. Um, kind of smart, but how many? How much? How much do you think it costs to make a switch? Like, what do you think the the amount of money it takes to make one switch? I think it costs like two hundred bucks, maybe. Yeah. And how much do they sell it? Like, oh, okay, no, I take that back. I think it's like one hundred and thirty bucks. Um, because the parts in China are so cheap, like so cheap, and then they gotta mm -hmm. ship it over, and then they got it's gotta get to Nintendo, and then they gotta brand it and put and package it and then ship it out to all the suppliers but all the people who ship all the things need some money too so then they upsell that yeah it's fu fucking dumb so you just buy wholesale and everything's cheaper i'm wondering how much profit they make you know like i'm wondering how much uh what are they how much profit do they make on one switch because if they've sold 52 million well let's figure it out so switch price we do it here, so you don't have to do it at home. You're yep. welcome, everybody. Uh, they're three ninety nine, uh, right now. I think that's Canadian. So, so, so th uh, where's my calculators? Calculator, uh, three ninety nine, ninety nine. Can't forget them. Ninety nine cents makes a difference. Times fifty two point five. Oh, not point five. Shit, fifty two <laughs> <laughs> and five. Okay. That's a lot of money. Twenty trillion. Oh, no, oh, I'm sorry. 20, 20, 20 billion. I'm just fucking with you. Yeah, I was just uh, like twenty billion. <laughs> but yeah, twenty twenty. Well, it's twenty nine 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 nine. So it's basically twenty one billion dollars they right, made from Switch. Billion dollars, and then yeah, they probably they. I I tell you right now, they probably didn't spend twenty billion dollars making those. Oh, fuck no. oh, they probably take home a profit. Oh, I would, I would think so. Well, this has dug them out of the fucking ground since the Wii U was a thing. Mm. Right, so. You played uh, Zelda on the Wii U, didn't you? I did. I played Breath of the Wild on the Wii U, and then I got it again for my Switch. As you should support them. 
I'm excited for Breath of the Wild 2, speaking of sequels. Oh, yeah. Actually, um, an actor on one of my shows. Have you ever seen the movie? Oh, I don't even know if I'm allowed to name drop people. I guess I probably could. Yeah, but, I um, mean, it's no secret what they're fucking working on. It's on IMDb. Yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah. It's on IMDb, right? So, um, um, uh, Daniel Donahue, Donahue, he was the, the lead actor in The Package. He's the main character. He's on my show, and he plays Switch, and he plays Breath of the Wild. So I was working with him yesterday, and I knocked on his door, and he opened it up, and he was playing Breath of the Wild. I was like, oh, no way. So I grabbed my Switch, and we were playing Breath of the Wild together for like half an hour at work. And uh, I was telling him all about how they're making the second one and all that. He didn't know there was any DLCs, so I was telling him all about the DLCs, yeah. But he's uh, he's pretty amped for for uh, the second one. If we ever do a, a podcast on it, maybe we should invite him on as a guest star. That'd be cool, yeah. Yeah, he's a super fun guy, and he loves, loves Zelda. He was going crazy about it, so that'd be a fun little thing to do. So maybe when Breath of the Wild 2 trailer drops, we'll get him on the podcast. Yeah, he's a, he's a Vancouver local guy, so I think that would be a fun little fun cool. little thing. Yeah. N- nice little publicity thing, too. Yeah. Anyways, so, yeah, the Heineken virus, I think, is uh, probably not... I don't think it'll affect, like, the new consoles too much, because this outbreak will die down after a while. That's, a, that's kind of the wrong word to use, but yeah, it'll... it'll, it'll oh, man, <laughs> I didn't even think... Yeah. <laughs> uh, it'll uh, blow over in the next month or so, so... Hopefully. I wonder how many units the PS5 and the Xbox guys are planning to ship at launch. Because they're, mm-hmm. they're planning on a holiday release this at the end of this year, right? So, Yeah. What were what, Which one are you looking at getting? PS5. Fuck the Xbox. Uh, okay, honestly. so you're looking at that. My two buddies that, I'm growing, that I play games with, they're both looking at the PS5 too. So I think I might also go with the the ps5 well and and, you know i've been a diehard xbox fan for like years but you know like we're saying last time like there's just nothing shipping really with it other than halo that i want to play so and also everything you can get on uh on xbox you can also get on your pc like i've just been getting all the microsoft games i've just been getting it for my pc now yeah exactly and uh everybody has a playstation so like i can't ever play with mark or any of them fun bros um so bros yeah fun bros uh, super fun bros. <laughs> super fun bros melee. Uh, so yeah, th- that's kind of a downside. Is like I never really have anyone to play with, which is maybe why I'm not playing my Xbox except much for anymore. Me. Yeah, except for you. But we, we played PC, PC stuff more than anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We played Call of Duty when it came out. I've been playing a lot. I don't know if you've been playing as much. No, I stopped playing as soon as Halo Reach came out, and I played Halo Reach for like three weeks, and then I started playing Echo Eco. Echo Eco. Echo Eco. Oko. Oko. <laughs> Yo, no, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, okay. Well, let's move on from the Heineken virus. And I, I don't know if that joke's still Freaking funny or not. Thirsty. Um, yeah. <laughs> so let's move on to this next bit here. Uh, Microsoft Xbox, uh, Xbox boss. It's just hard to say. Says uh, Amazon and Google are the main competitors going forward. Sony and Nintendo aren't the main competitors in the cloud world. Microsoft head of gaming and Xbox Phil Spencer has revealed that the company sees Amazon and Google as its main competitors for the future. Speaking of the interview, newly launched technical publication protocol, Spencer dismisses Sony and Nintendo's ability to create cloud infrastructure and will challenge Microsoft, Google, and Amazon. So, why is he challenging Microsoft? Aren't they the same fucking thing? Like, Microsoft's the parent company of Xbox, essentially. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of confused about this, this statement. Are they... Are they challenged from Google and Amazon because 
of mobile gaming or are they challenged because of people um uh streaming things like i i don't know why those are the two big competitors well i think because people are buying things off of amazon rather than buying them off of like the x like if you're gonna buy like if i'm gonna buy an xbox am i looking on amazon to buy my xbox and my games rather than doing it off of the xbox store like why well why are they the competitors amazon owns twitch right yeah so i think that amazon's going to be looking at capitalizing on some sort of cloud-based thing um, and then Google, obviously the Google Stadia hasn't been doing so well, but, um, if that were to take off, everyone's gonna want to jump onto the cloud-based thing versus doing all hard copies or whatever. Or, like, basically the Game Pass... Ah, uh, I, I see what you mean. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, yeah, basically the Game Pass is essentially like a cl- the cloud service, like the, the, the kind of the, the bare bones of what's this cloud service that, you know, they're willing to offer, because... You know, you're paying a fee, and you can go on there and download any fucking game you want. That's on. That's available on this on this service, right? So, mm. I uh, I don't know. I think, like I said in a few podcasts ago, like Nintendo just does their own thing. Like they don't give a fuck. So I, I'm not really concerned yeah. about Nintendo. Um, I think X. This is kind of a good move on Xbox because they're getting outdeeked by Sony so hard. Um, like, mm-hmm. like, look, I'm a fucking diehard Xbox fan, and I'm gonna go buy a PS5 instead of a, a Series X. Yeah, and also you got like um, uh, Sekirai, creator of Smash, hanging out with the PlayStation guys and saying that he loves playing PlayStation, and he's played like hundreds of PlayStation games in the last year, and they want to look into some partnering stuff. So, yeah, PlayStation is uh, on the rise. How does he have time to play a hundred fucking PlayStation games when he's making Smash? Ah, like like just, I think he said it was like 400 PlayStation games. How the fuck does he have time? Like, I'm a busy dude, and I don't even have enough time to play one game. Yeah, let alone all of these games. Yeah, I mean, you could just you could just put it for work as research. You know, I'm doing research. If he's looking for new characters to add to Smash, and I mean, they have they've they've done partners with games. You know, they have. Um, Metal Gear Solid, Sonic, and uh, all of these are kind of like outside characters. Maybe he's just like, I'm just looking for some new uh, characters to play, but I gotta play all these 400 games to find some. I suppose, yeah. Um, Maybe he just plays, you know, maybe he has scouts that go and like scout actual like characters to play, and then he's like, they're like, oh, Mr. Sakurai-san, play this character. He's gonna, I don't know why I just changed like accents like four different times in one sentence, but um, yeah, (laughs) maybe, uh, yeah, maybe they just like, scout some characters and then say hey what do you think about this character in smash and then he plays the game for like five minutes and he goes nah or yeah maybe i don't know i think because he said he he played uh death stranding a bunch he was a huge fan of death stranding so maybe we'll see um uh norman reedus running around in smash throwing uh baby containers at people yeah totally uh yeah so what else does this article have to say from the x-boss uh, when you talk about Nintendo and Sony, they, we have a ton of respect for them, but we see Amazon and Google as the main competitors going forward, says Spencer. There's not a disrespect for Nintendo and Sony, but the traditional gaming companies are somewhat out of position. I guess they could try to recreate Azure, but we're investing tens of billions of dollars in a cloud over the years. So, mm. okay. So yeah, I mean, whatever. If they want to go in that direction, that's... that's I don't know. I, I think mean, that's kind of the. They're jumping from one fucking flaming pile of shit to another. Honestly, like, um, it's kind of a r- in- inappropriate analogy, but yeah, I mean, 
they're trying to compete in the console market and they're coming out with the most powerful console but now they're jumping on to the digital side where basically google fucking dominates and mm-hmm. you know same with Am- well amazon too because amazon has a huge digital database and and ai and all that shit right so i don't know i think that's that's kind of a dumb move on their part like google and amazon have such a head start they were just introducing themselves into the gaming market because they have so much fucking money they might as well do something with it yeah that's the same as like apple getting into uh getting into movies and and all of these other things yeah there just needs to be a singular cloud maybe that's what xbox is doing just a singular cloud and then you're like we own if you want anyone to play your fucking games it has to be on the xbox cloud fuckers Mm -hmm. If you want, yeah. So then, then maybe he's hoping Nintendo and Sony would be like, "Here, take our games, put it in the cloud, <laughs> put it, put them in your cloud for us." No, uh, Nintendo would never do that. Nintendo is like those guys are are lone soldiers. Totally. <laughs> uh, okay, so this says uh, Spencer has pre- previously discussed the threat of Amazon and Google as competitors, but not in such clear terms. It has been also previously stated that Microsoft's gaming business isn't how many consoles you sell. Uh, okay. <laughs> Copy that. And he acknowledges not about this. how many cases we sell. Yeah, and then he acknowledges this further by note, noting that Microsoft isn't interested in getting into the future format war with no, Nintendo and Sony. I don't want to be getting in a fight over format wars with these guys while Amazon and Google are focusing on how to ga- how to game to 7 billion people around the world, says Spencer. Hmm. Eh. He's thinking about something, I guess. There's some gears turned in there somewhere. Well, uh, this has been some pretty darn interesting stuff. But I think uh, I think the people want to hear about video games. So, uh, what have you been playing lately? What's uh, what's been on your plate besides besides Eco? We've been both been playing Eco. But is there anything else you've been uh, you've been working on? Yeah, I've been playing NHL 20. I fucking mm. caved and bought it, but I waited until it was on sale before I bought it because I didn't want to pay eighty dollars for the worst reviewed game of last year. Was it the worst reviewed game? It had one star. Year? It had a one star on the Xbox store. Nice. What? Why is it so bad? Like, did, um, now that you've played it, like, what is? Is it the mechanics? Is it like nothing's changed? Is it just buggy? Is it's it, uh, no, nothing's really changed. They've added they added a couple new modes, which are are fucking awful. By the way, like there, what? Like what's a new mode? There's a like new the mode story called mode from uh, NBA? There's a new mode called World of Chell, and it takes three <laughs> players. And they're, like, high-class players. Like, it'll be, like, uh, you know, McDavid and Crosby and uh, fucking... What's his, what's his sweet boy fucking name on the cover? What's the, his sweet uh, boy? Uh, Austin, yeah. oh, uh, Austin uh, Matthews. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, people like that. And it'll take three of them. It'll put them on, like, uh, a modified rink. So it's, like, basically a half rink. And there's one goalie. And you have to run around. It's a free-for-all. So, you, so the three of you guys are fucking skating around, chasing the puck... And you have to grab the puck and then score on the goalie. And I think you have like four minutes to like score as many goals as you can. And mm-hmm. although that sounds fun in theory, it's fucking not. Because you're literally just, you're, you're running around, you get the puck and you get fucking body checked by two guys. And then they body check each other and then they fuck. And then one guy ends up getting the puck and it's always like a CPU, right? And as soon as he gets the puck and he's on a breakaway on the net, he always, every, he, every time he scores, every fucking time. It's like, oh, deke, deke, deke. And it's in every fucking time. Uh, it's just such an annoying mode i can't oh, even it put sounds it fun. you sound like you enjoy it yeah so <laughs> that was kidding, that was a major freak out and then uh there's another 
something similar to that. It's like the online version. So it's like basically the fucking NHL Battle Royale. So you take 81 dudes and um, mm-hmm. and then you play against two other guys in that mode I just described. And then if you win, you move on to the next round. And then if you win, win, then you get some stuff. But it, yeah, it's fucking yeah, dumb. Coins. I actually despise playing NHL online. Like, I fucking cannot stand it. Because... Um, isn't there like a pretty toxic uh, community for NHL? That it's it's kind of worse than Call of Duty in a way because like these are people that you know can't play in the NHL because they're fucking eighty. Um, so now they're playing a game and they're fucking just shitting all over kids. But anyways, the other reason I hate online is because the people know how to cheese the game. They know the exact play they have to do to get a goal. Mm. Like, they know where their player needs to be standing, they know where their other player needs to be standing, and they know the exact pass they need to do, and the exact spot of the net they need to aim. Like, they just know how to fucking cheese the game, and it just becomes completely unfun. Um, I've been playing via pro mode, because that's the mode I like the most, because I like just playing one position. I know how to play the game of hockey. Um, so yeah, I just play the position that I'm set. And, uh, the only thing, the only... It's the exact same as NHL 19. I just played that last year. I got it for free. So, I like, I've only spent $30 on two NHL games in the last year, which is fine. And but, is, is 2019 really good? Is it, like, um, way better? Or well, is it one still kind of meh? The one I played previously was 17. Um, I noticed some some improvements. Like, um, some, there's an on-ice trainer where, uh, so, like, if I'm out of position, it'll, like, highlight the area that my player is supposed to be in. That's cool. Um, it'll it'll give you real time feedback. Like if you made a bad shot, it'll say uh, bad shot aim. If you made a good shot, it'll tell you good shot aim. Um, That's cool. And yeah, so th- I thought that was really cool, just how that all played out. Um, yeah, that's the f- most fun mode to me. I don't like playing the regular mode where you're you basically can just switch back and forth between all the players on the team. Because then you just choose the player that's closest to the puck and get him out of position and then switch back to another player. And then your whole team's just fucking dysfunctional, in my opinion. But if you, <laughs> That's it, how I play it. Yeah, but if you want to play that mode, then sure, whatever. But yeah, be a pro mode's my mode. So Nice. Yeah. I, uh, the last NHL game I played was uh, NHL 2004. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah, and that was my shit. I loved NHL 2004. What a fun <laughs> game. Man. That, that t- lots of has changed since that point. So yeah, you definitely like yeah. in that point you'd press B to shoot the puck and you'd press A to pass the puck. Yeah, that's, that's so, the mechanics. So now, uh, for those who haven't played a game since that time, they have one to one stick controls. So you you skate with the left stick and then your right stick, wherever you move it is where you're moving your stick. Right. So yeah, you, and you can shoot with it as well. Yeah, so you can deke kids out and um, yeah, and then. Uh, LB is your like deke modifier, so you, if you push LB and then do like a series of inputs with the with the controller, like the control stick, then you can do certain deeks. So like if someone's like coming hard at me from the right side, I can do a windmill deke, so I'll just like completely sidestep him with the puck, and then I have a clean shot of the net. Um, so that's really cool about the new NHL. Um, it's if you're on the fence about buying NHL and trying it out again, if you haven't played in a long time, I literally would wait until like NHL 2021 is going to come out and just fucking buy, or even you might even get it for free like I did with 19, because um, they, they want people to get into the game and get excited about the new game, so they'll make the old one like basically fucking dirt cheap or free, so you can play it. 
Um, okay. Yeah. But uh, this. But is, you don't want that to happen on this one because this one sucked. It, it's exactly the same as nineteen. That's what everybody's complaint was on the mm. Xbox Game Store. Was like this is literally the exact same fucking game as nineteen minus those two, three modes that they added that are shit. Um, the biggest complaint I have about the game for me personally on be a pro mode specifically is like the difficulties is like rookie uh semi pro pro all-star and legend i think i'm pro is too easy like you'll def like you'll steamroll a team like fucking 12 to 1 or 12 to 2 and you're like wow um and then all-star mode doesn't necessarily increase the difficulty for me It'll, the other team will be slightly smarter, so like they'll stick check you more, and they're more aggressive at you, and they'll throw bigger hits and stuff. Um, it makes your team dumber. Mm. Like they'll do like a stupid fucking pass up the middle, or um, you're like at the blue line waiting for like waiting for a pass. You don't want to call for the pass because you know he'll pass it to you right away, and it'll get intercepted, and then you'll get a bad call for pass fucking instant feedback thing. Um, oh yeah <laughs> so you're like waiting for him to pass you the puck and he can pass you the puck and he just fucking doesn't uh and then he gives it away and then they're, we're going back the other way it's like you fuck's sakes fucking ai smarten the fuck up like this is all-star mode for fuck's sakes um that's or, rough like i feel like that's the hardest balancing is like getting your guys to actually do something helpful yeah i don't think that i think your team should have the same intelligence all the way through all the modes because it'll because if you're playing on rookie mode you're obviously a beginner so your team will fucking carry you essentially which is fine um but then once you hit like all-star mode uh or all-star difficulty and stuff like maybe buff your team just a little bit because like if you're playing on all-star mode you're you're good at the game so why should we suffer now because our team is shit yeah yeah, I fully agree with that. And you should, like, rise up the ranks to be as good as the rest of your team, right? Like, when you first start as the rookie, you know, you're not going to be that good. And your team is going to be at a certain point. So you got to move up and be on the same level as them Yeah. by that point. Um, but, yeah, that's uh, the, the one thing that actually really pisses me off is, like, they'll have... So, for those who don't play hockey, um, hopefully you know what, an offside, what offside is. Basically, the puck has to go into the offensive zone before the players do. Um before like the attacking team does i mean so what they'll do so in in a professional game of hockey like if you're coming in full speed you don't have the puck if you're coming in full speed and the guy with the puck is slightly behind you what you'll do is you'll do a quick turn and kind of skate parallel with the blue line so you still have that speed and then once the puck crosses the blue line then you'll keep going so basically you can continue in at full speed so i'll do that but in real life or in the game well both in real life and in the game so yep. I'll, you'll do that and then you'll see them going into the zone with the puck and then they will for some fucking benign reason just like angle themselves and bring the puck back over the blue line after i've already entered the zone and then bring the puck back in you're like why the f why the fuck would you do that like that doesn't make sense in any level of fucking hockey rough yeah so that's my little rant developers you listening yeah nhl developers change it fix it but you know the oh, I want to get back oh. in the shell. I don't want to have a crap time. And the the refing is shit. The refing is so bad. So I turn tripping off, which I don't like to do. Like I like to have penalties in the game, but like literally you would poke the puck 
and then bring your stick back, and then he would, like, touch your stick by, like, a fucking millimeter, and then he would just do a fucking tumble, and you'd get penalty. You're just like, bail. can you fucking suck it? Like, uh, what's the other one that pisses me <laughs> off? It's like soccer off? over here. Yeah, um, yeah, there's so many penalties in that game that are so, like, so dumb. Um, oh, actually, this wasn't against my team, it was against the team I was playing against today, but, um, somebody, like, stopped, like, so, like, their character was doing the stopping animation, and the puck hit their skate and went in the net, and they, like, didn't count it as a goal. Um, because they're like, oh, there was a kicking motion, and there clearly wasn't a kicking motion. I'm like, hey, well, that worked out in my oh, favor, but that's, bounced. yeah, it just bounced in, which, which in a real game would be allowed. As long as there's no kicking motion, that's allowed. But whatever. Mm -hmm. so. I didn't even know that that was the thing. Like, if there was a kick, I didn't know you weren't allowed to kick the puck into the net. No, you can't. Hockey. You can't. And you can't. Yeah, there's there's a lot of little technical rules. Um, Mark, uh, last year I was talking to Mark about uh, NHL 19, and he's like, oh, man, I'm so fucking good. And then uh, I started talking about, like, the game and winning faceoffs. And I'll, he's like, oh, man, I can't win faceoffs. I don't understand that. But I was, like, telling him little hacks. Because I play, I actually play hockey, right? So I'm like telling them all these little hacks that you do in the game, uh, like screening the goalie and shit like that, right? And he's yeah, like, I'm oh. bad at winning faceoffs too. Yeah, he's so he had no ideas, but he wanted to challenge me on a one v one, and I'm like, fucking, all right, bud, you're on. <laughs> Did you actually face him? No, he never ended up because I he has PlayStation, right? I have I have Xbox, oh. so so NHL 2021, me and Mock, we're gonna flight it out. I'm so excited. We gotta make a video on that. Yeah, that'll be fun. Uh, Mark's gonna get so frustrated. We gotta get Mark drunk, because that's the only time he's entertaining. Ah, I mean, we got him drunk at Smash Bros, and it was funny, but I think I wanted to see him, uh, I wanted to see him actually play in real life. Well, our number one podcast episode is the one where Mark was drunk. Oh, there you go. Yeah, it was the, uh, Red Dead Redemption 2 podcast. So if you, if you haven't heard that podcast, you should go back and listen to it. It's pretty fucking good. I have to go back and listen to that. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I think it, it's like a landslide in terms of how many downloads that episode has particularly versus all the rest of the episodes. Damn, Mark. Yeah. So he came on the podcast like one other time after that. He's like, don't mean to brag, but like, I'm the guy with, I'm like, fuck you, Mark. Just shut, shut up. <laughs> but Bastard. I have, uh, I have the record of not missing a single podcast episode. So suck it, Mark. There you go. All the solos and everything. All the solos, yeah. <laughs> Alright, well, winding down here to the end of the episode of the podcast, so uh, yeah, check us out on our website, which uh, we're going to kind of change how our website's going to be operating. So, I think what we're going to do now, like, we say we cover current gaming news, which is not untrue, but we don't cover all the gaming news because we're like a very, very small team of people that don't have time to constantly up we all work full-time to pay for uh to pay for this to, to pay for this happening so yeah so uh so yeah to, if you want to help so us out with that page yeah oh sorry you go ahead you go you're better at it than I am. okay yeah so if you want to help us out with that you can head over to our patreon page and uh, become a patreon uh for as low as five bucks a month uh and with that you get a uh, perks to the trade so you can get access to our patreon only discord which has a live podcast on there so right now we have hopefully mr bridges listening because i did put a thing on there M, M, M Bridges. M, the you M keep Bridge. calling him Mr. Bridges, but it's M Bridges. I mean, that way is not wrong either. I'm, yeah. sure, I'm sure his mail says Mr. Bridges on it. Mr. Bridges, yeah. yes. 
anyways, so yeah, if you want to listen to the live podcast, you can head over to, to uh, Discord as a Patreon, and uh, then you can join Patreon chat and then chat with us while we're recording. So that's fun. Uh, you also get a discount at our store when we get that all figured out. And uh, yeah, it's a bunch of other stuff. Oh, and there's a couple of uh, Patreon-only posts on Patreon, like uh, bloopers and uh, stuff like that from the last podcast. So yeah, head over there, check that out, and uh, hopefully we'll see you guys next week where we're going to talk about who knows what. Something, maybe it could be you. If you go to our Patreon, you can put in what you want to hear about. Maybe we'll talk about it. Yeah. Okay, guys. Uh, thanks a lot, and we'll see you on the next one. Bye-bye. See you. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code buttery exclusions apply see site for details hi i'm daniel founder of pretty litter cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter that's why i teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create pretty litter its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80 percent less than clay litter Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.